Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another interview. I'm Michael from Geek Vibes Nation, and today I'm joined by Adam Corson from Sci-Fi's newest show, Surreal Estate. Thanks for being here, Adam. Thanks for having me. I'm very happy to be here. How are you doing today? Doing well. Doing well. It's um, sunny and hot in Southern California, and um, you know we're uh, all is well, thankfully, especially in, in these times, which we're not completely out of yet, but yeah. um, happy to say that everything is thankfully okay. I'm really glad to hear that. Thank you. How about you? How are you doing? I'm good. It is not quite as hot where I am, but it's still pretty hot. I'm on the East Coast. What part of uh, the East Coast are you in? Uh, North Carolina. Ah, yes. I love North Carolina. So we, we get the tropical humidity every so often. Yeah, sure. It's maybe some hurricanes sprinkled in. <laughs> oh, those are the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into Surreal Estate and your movie, The Stairs, um, could you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Oh, sure. Um, so I was born and raised in Toronto, Canada. Um, I moved to LA in 2009. I, um, I mean, I went to school, um, for acting and, and, um, I've been sort of, a, um, uh, studying the craft, um, since I was young, um, doing, you know, different plays and, um, and whatnot. And then I went to a conservatory college program in Toronto where I actually, you have to specialize in acting, singing, and dancing. You had to do all three. Now, I went in as an actor. Um, the dancing that I did before that was purely, like, just my own, you know, thing. I actually used to break dance before that. So that's really? Yeah. That's, um, uh, I, I don't know if many people know that. Um, so when I went to Randolph, uh, which was the conservatory program, I uh, had to do jazz, ballet, tap. Um, and I started all that, obviously, as a beginner um and then i let when i left that school i was at the intermediate advanced level which is was very cool um and i went there specifically um to give myself um a diverse range of abilities um when you know going out there in my professional career being able to do you know multiple things i thought was was going to be advantageous and and it was um but it is interesting as soon as i graduated which was in 2003, I, uh, I had an option to either do a play or go to uh, upstate New York and shoot this uh, independent horror feature. And I chose the horror feature, uh, which paid me nothing. But it was, it was very cool because for me, I grew up watching film. I grew up every Saturday night. My parents would take uh, my sisters and I to... Uh, uh, rent a movie. We would rent a movie. They would rent a movie. We always rent rented, you know, some silly, you know, stupid movie. And they would rent, you know, like the the Jimmy Stewart, Spencer Tracy um, type films. And I was also introduced to Hitchcock. And Hitchcock for me, um, uh, what an education! Watching his films and dissecting them. Um, I remember just you know, seven years old, just loving all of that and everything about Hitchcock. Um, so, so, so for me, it was a no brainer. 
you know, uh, I was always a, a lover and, and uh, a film, and I knew that that's, that's where I wanted to spend my time. Um, so, yeah, so um, it was, I started out in Toronto and, and doing work there and then came to LA and didn't have my papers yet. And so I was living out of my car and did the whole crashing on my friend's couch type thing for almost a year. Um, and, uh, you know, building roots and, 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 and loving Southern California ever since. How is, uh, the transition from going from living in your car to being able to actually live in LA like? Well, I'll tell you, it was, um, it's always nice to be able to sleep in a bed. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny because in, uh, that year, 2009, when I was living out of my car and, and, and not really having a place, you know, to call my own, it was like one of the happiest times of my life because I was finally able to just do everything that I wanted to do. I mean, I was, I was working every single day. I wasn't getting paid for it, you know, but I was, I was, I was working, I was taking class, I was writing, I was producing my own stuff. I was every single day I was waking up and doing what I wanted to do as an actor. And that, that year was, was um, really formative for, for where I was, where I was headed. So yeah, it was, it was, it was this time where, you know, usually what they say is, you know, simplify, right? If you can simplify, if you can take away, uh, all the pressures in your life and, and sort of hone in on the things that are most important. You, you tend to find happiness in those moments. It's all the other distractions that sometimes get in the way. That makes sense. Yeah. So in surreal estate, you yeah. play father Phil, who's an ex priest now working for Luke Roman's uh, real estate agency. Mm-hmm. What else can you tell fans about your character that maybe they don't know yet? Okay. Well, uh, you know, it's really great because the show sort of, it picks up, right? Episode one, we're already there. We're, you know, I've been at the Roman agency for a while. You get the feeling that the office staff that is, that's there, the group, the real estate group has been there for a bit. And, um, it's, uh, Sarah Levy's character, Susan and, um, Tennille's character, Megan, that sort of bring us into the world that has already existed. So, so I really love that introduction to the world. Mm -hmm. Um, something that's all, that's been like a constant, um, father Phil is, is, yeah, he's a fallen priest. He's, he, you know, devoted his life to the Catholic church and he did it to fight evil, you know, to, to get, um, to bring good to the world. And, uh, his mentor, was just like that as well. And, and you find out more of his story as the season goes on. Uh, episode five definitely gives you a, a beautiful look into where he came from and sort of his, um, his issues with the church um, and, and the hypocrisy that surrounds um, the church for him, um, for who he was, who he is, um, you know, as a person and uh, uh there was no room anymore for the church to accept him, which is unfortunate, but, uh, but for, for him, he was able to continue to do what he wanted to do in the Roman agency. He still gets to fight evil, but now instead of, you know, uh, uh, you know, fighting evil, you know, there's a beautiful monologue that George had written me. um, And we used part of it, within the series. This is before we even started shooting. He, he sent me this monologue and uh, 
part just to sort of understand Phil as a as a character, which was really great. Uh, he took a job in a parish, you know, in Middle America, mm-hmm. and the evil that he was fighting was, you know, a guy who stole some chicken at a grocery store, you know, and this guy coming to confession, or or you know, the soccer team. He was it was so mundane for Phil to 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 be in that kind of world where he entered the church and he entered what he wanted to do as a priest to do exorcisms, you know, to fight evil, you know, the demons head on. So when he links up with the Roman agency, he now gets to do that. I mean, he's not afraid to go into a haunted basement. Oh no. You know? um, but he gets to use his, his brains and his brawn really to fight evil. Um, he's, he's analytical. He's the guy that, that loves going into a library and, and going into the hall of records and pulling things that nobody else can find on homes that have been around for hundreds of years. Uh, that's his way in, um, to, to discovering how they can solve these, these cases. You, uh, you mentioned the fifth episode, which is one of my personal favorites because of father Phil's storyline. I thought there was a lot of nuance in both the writing and your performance that isn't always uh, present when dealing with stories like that. So I'm kind of curious what that particular episode was like shooting for you. Uh, Firstly, thank you for that. Yeah. It, 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 when I read that episode, a lot of what George and I talked about before the season even started um, comes out in this episode, which is, which is really nice Uh, reading through it. It's actually funny because the episode, like most television, it scripts evolve as you as you go through them and as you start shooting. And um, in television, it happens very very quickly. But because of, of the shooting schedule, we actually shot that particular episode. Uh, we started it in, uh, I want to say, either end of October or beginning of November, and then we shot the rest of the season, and then we shot the rest of episode five in Toronto at like the end of December, like right before Christmas. So, so yeah, which is, which is very, very cool because you don't feel it at all in the episode, but, but what was was nice was as they put the episode together, they started adding to the episode. So um, like the, the moment in the church where I'm starting to go through all the boxes um, Mm -hmm. records for the particular house he wrote me that, that monologue um, where I'm having the, the this conversation um, with, I, I guess I can say with, with God, with Jesus. Yeah. Uh, he wrote that for me. Um, yeah. When, when we had already shot some of the other stuff. So, so going to Toronto to shoot, you know, all the church, um, the church scenes, he, he gave me such beautiful words and, and he's a phenomenal writer. George with this particular show, you know, which surprising I think for, for viewers is that these characters are layered. Like you have, you get the fun stuff, right? You get, you get the hauntings and the demons and you get all, all that sort of, you know, the scares and whatnot. But then as the season goes on, you get, you, you start to unravel all these layers to these characters that is so beautifully put together. And, and so then when reading episode five and being able to then play with it and uncover all this stuff um, in front of the camera, it was, um, a really rewarding uh, time for for me as as an actor, um, for the character, and um, yeah, within the series itself. That's great. 
So you you filmed most of this during uh, the pandemic, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. What yeah. was what was that experience like? I, I can't imagine with a show like this, that would be the easiest feat to accomplish. It's funny because yeah, we shot this right smack in the middle of the pandemic, and um, we shot Newfoundland, which already is. I mean. <laughs> It's the edge of the continent. Like, there's nothing after that. You jump off, you know, jump off the coast of Newfoundland, you're coming up in Ireland. Like, there's nothing else. So it's this beautiful area, this beautiful island, and the people are super cool. But it's quite isolating, right? It's, it's, there's nothing really else around it. So, so there's that. Put a pandemic on top of that. When we landed, we all had to quarantine. Right. So we had a 14 day quarantine. Usually there's, you know, you do like a cast dinner. There's, you know, you start bonding beforehand. We weren't, we couldn't do any of that stuff. And when I landed, I've told people this before I got to this place. Now this is a beautiful home. This is like a Victorian home, maybe built in the early 1900s. Stunning. It was way more house than I needed. And I got in there and I'm pretty sure there's some sort of spirit, some sort of, I don't want to call it a haunting, but it felt like a void. It felt like when you walked in there, there was, you were in like a hole. There was nothing there. And to be in that place for 14 days, it reminded me of the scene in Beetlejuice where um, they have just died and they had come back to the home and now they can't leave. That's what it felt like. It was just like, Weird. it was that scene in Beetlejuice for 14 days. Oh, um, which, yeah, that was, for me, that was like, that was, that was the, the weirdest, toughest part of it all. But then, you know, once we got up and we started shooting and, and we were out of quarantine, um, it wasn't too bad because, first of all, Blue Ice Pictures, who, who produced the show, they were phenomenal. Like they, they kept everyone so safe. They, they went, they followed the guidelines, but then went above and beyond for us to feel safe and, and for everyone to, to be protected. We never had, we never had to shut down production once. Um, nobody tested positive and that's a credit to them and their procedures. But also I think everybody was, was just so good at looking out for each other. Um, no one was doing anything that was, that was stupid. There, everybody came to the, every day with the idea of we're, we're creating a television show, you know, and we want to work and we, we love being here and we love each other. So we're going to, you know, even when we're in our personal lives, we're going to, we're going to be cautious. We're not going to be stupid, you know? So, so that was really nice. That's great. I'm really glad that, because I know a lot of shows have been having trouble with, not not every show has been as lucky to not have to shut down briefly. And I think it's really great that you guys were able to get through with the whole thing. Completely. I think it's like, you know, I think you got to throw a little bit of luck in there, you know, yeah. um, because you never know, especially, you know, with everything that's going on, you don't know when someone's going to get sick and, you know, who you're going to interact with. So I it definitely, it's, we, we were responsible, but no doubt there was a bit of luck thrown into there. Yeah, for sure. You, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but given how paranormal the show is, I'm just curious if you've ever had any paranormal experiences yourself. Completely. 100%. Um, it, uh, hmm. So when, when I, where I went to school, 
uh, Randolph Academy, the conservatory college program, it, it was in an old church. So there was where we would, they had two stages in the church. And uh, one of the stages was the old congregation. And while I didn't see a spirit, um, when you opened up those doors to that room and the lights were off, it's almost as if you could hear a demon breathing. Oh, it was, it was thick. It was like molasses. You, you didn't want to walk into that space. And, and a lot of it, I guess it's sort of like in the first episode when, um, Phil and August and Megan open up the basement door and you can feel that darkness um, and you know, something's down. That's what that was in real life in this church. Um, It was, it was freaky. Um, And then funny enough, so the night before we premiered and then the night of the premiere, I had, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know what it was, but it was almost as if there was a woman standing beside me whispering. So I don't know what that was. And then finally, I'll tell you this quick story. So when I was in my late teens, it's not so much, uh, 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 you know, dealing with demons or spirits or anything like that, but it was definitely paranormal because I woke up hovering over my body. And um, it's as vivid and as real as me talking to you right now. I, could see myself lying in bed, sort of tilting my head going, oh, this is interesting. This is really cool. And then thinking, well, it's probably time to get up. So I'll just get up. And as soon as I finished saying that, I entered my body and woke up. Oh, that's creepy. Oh, it was so cool. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah. So I definitely had had moments for sure. Did, did those personal moments make... Um, the acting in the show come a little easier to you? Well, you know, I've always been a believer um, that the life that we live now is not everything. You know, I do think that there is the beyond and there are things that cannot be explained or our uh, brain capacity has not reached the level yet where we can understand it all. But I do think that when we die, it's a continuation. So, uh, Definitely being able to expand my mind and my imagination for these storylines to exist um, was definitely there. And was, it was it was fun to play in that world, you know, yeah. um, where you get to get to go head to head with a demon. And in episode five, there's a couple of episodes. It's also episode six, the start of episode six. I freaking love um, but the start of episode five is also a fun one um, where you get to, you know, I won't give too much away, but you know, we're going head to head with this demon. Um, it was so much fun putting that together. Um, and, you know, for me, I love doing my own stunts. And so it's, it was very physical. Uh, it was it, that, that was really cool. So yeah, uh, totally um, easy for me to fall into this playground. Um, yeah, it was very cool. I I think it shows on screen just how much fun all of you are having doing this. You know, we got really lucky. Um, Tim and Sarah are phenomenal people. They're talented, they're kind, they're generous. Um, and they're the leads of our show, right? So 
they they really set the tone and we're very thankful that not only did they come to work every day and well you know ready to play and i knew sarah before which was great and sarah knew tim obviously before and um there there was already sort of this connection that we all had um but even still it's like if if, if you're if if tim came to set being a complete asshole that would have spread through the entire cast and crew and whatnot. He was the complete opposite. He was, you know, coming to set every day, wanting to have a blast. And because of that, it allowed all of us to really form this familial vibe. Like we, we would have the best time collaborating and and discovering different things and, and, and playing around with each other, both on and off set. It was, it was great. We got lucky. Honestly, we got lucky. It, it's so great that it works out that way, though. Mm-hmm. It really is, yeah. Really quickly, I want to touch on your new movie that's coming out, The Stairs. Yeah. Um, what can you tell us about the movie and who you're playing in it? So The, the Stairs um, is premiering August 12th, mm-hmm. um, and it's a horror feature uh, thriller, and it's about um, these group of hikers that go into the woods, and they get hunted by this thing, um, I'll say. And, uh, you know, it's that sort of log line is, sounds like, oh, it's okay, it's a typical horror film. Uh, and in some ways it is, but in a lot of ways it's not. And the reason for that, for me, I, again, I, I've already sort of explained this before. I love characters with layers to them. Mm-hmm. Um, the the where this story starts um, is uh, in one place, and then we blast twenty years ahead. And I'm uh, one of the the hikers that go into the woods. Um, but as the movie goes on, you start again feeling these these characters with depth. Right. And it, and it goes into a place where, especially for my character, that you don't expect um, to come from. Mike, the, the, the character I'm playing, Nick, is a lovable, kind guy. He's the he's the guy that um, like wants everyone to like him. He wants to belong, um, which is really cool. He wants to just, you know, he's ill prepared, though, for everything. Right. Like they're going hiking. He wants to be part of the group. But he brings like eight cans of chili and, you know, (laughs) four pairs of jeans and everything that you should not bring when you go on a hike. Um, But, you know, he just wants to be part of the group. So that's where he where he starts. I don't want to give too much away, but I will say that he goes through a fascinating arc in the film. Um, And I think where it ends up uh, character wise on a pure character study uh, I think I think the audience will be pleasantly surprised. So it's it's not just a whole a horror you know feature. Mm-hmm. There's more to it, uh, and the, and you know the cast is is, is super cool, and, and uh, we still you know very close today. That's great. I'm really excited to see it when it comes out. Oh, I, I would love to hear your thoughts on it because it's it's it's. Um, I was pleasantly surprised, truth, truthfully. Uh, you never know how something's going to come together when you're making it. And, you know, we had a great, great crew and a um, uh, great bunch of people collaborating on it. So um, to see it all come together the way the way it did just sort of reinforced the way we, 
we put it together. Um, and uh, it's nice to see that, that everyone um, held up to their end of the bargain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that it, 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 it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful piece, which is great. And it's, it, you know, August 12th, we're, I think, I think it's something like 700 theaters across the U S for like a one night only event. Ooh, that's exciting. So, so yeah. So people got to get their tickets then. <laughs> um, you've had a fairly varied career um, doing lots of different genres, but is there one genre or kind of movie or show that you'd really like to do, but haven't gotten a chance to yet? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. That's a really good question. Cause for me, I love, I love pieces that, you know, use both the dramatic and the comedic, because I think that's, that's a true representation of life. Yeah. You know, life isn't always serious and life isn't always funny, but you know, if you can take something that's serious and inject a bit of humor, you start to have a more well-rounded um, film or, or, or television show. Um, I think for me, I would, I would love to do, I haven't done any sort of like superhero Marvel type, thing i would love to do that i would love to you know be one of the avengers you know but like but like the guy that like drives like a getaway car you know like (laughs) you know that 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 discovers his power you know through the car or something i don't know something like that it'd be be great i'd love to see that (laughs) you know it's like he only he only has a superpower when he like is in the car so, so it's it, like a blend between Marvel and Transformers. That's exactly what I yeah. was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, my last question for you, it's a question I like to ask a lot of people, and it's what's your favorite thing that you are watching or reading right now? Ooh, good, good question. We are obsessed with succession. Mm-hmm. So can't wait for that to come out. And Yellowstone. We just finished binging Yellowstone. Um, so can't wait for that to come out as well. Um, we actually, it's, it's funny because we sort of go through different state, like things, you know, stages in, in our watching, our viewing. Um, we're sort of going back now into old movies, movies that we haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. So we just watched last night, we watched Pay It Forward, well, which a good one. I haven't seen when I was, you know, years and before uh, the night before that, we watched the Truman Show, which I love. I freaking love Ooh. the Truman Show. Those are great choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you are. That's what. Uh, and of course, surreal estate. Of course, <laughs> you know. So yes, Fridays at ten on Sci-Fi. Completely. Yep, I will be there. I'm tuned in. Um, thank you so much for doing this. Hey, thank you for having me. This was a blast. This was this was a really great time. Um, before I let you go, is there anything else you'd like to plug or uh, places that our audience can find you on social media? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Corson Adam. Uh, definitely give a follow or take a look. And I usually um, will update people on things that are, are happening and coming out uh, on those two platforms. So yeah, looking forward to the fans have been so cool and so great. So um, looking forward to chatting with everyone online. Great. I will make sure uh, we pass that along.
Wonderful. Thank you so Um, much. Thank you. And everybody, please make sure that you're watching Surreal Estate on Sci-Fi at 10 o'clock. It's a great time and you're just going to have so much fun with it. Um, Adam, thank you so much for being here. Thanks again. Uh, Have a great day. You too.